Hey everyone, welcome back to Fostering Growth Podcast. It's the first episode of the new year. Happy new year. Yay. 2024. Okay. So today's very, very special guest is our <laughs> very own Drumhead X, or as many as you know him, Ryan. <laughs> it's Ryan. <laughs> um, we wanted to start off our first episode um, venturing into his new, you know, music career. Um, and it's my honor to present with our very first episode <laughs> yay thank you so much for having me what's up yeah no i'm just kidding yeah um oh, all of a sudden he's gonna twist <laughs> i know i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna switch up on it i'm gonna switch up on everybody right now but yeah it's you know what it's been a crazy um start to the year but a very good start to the year um you know thank you for doing this and we wanted to you know me and laura were thinking you know this would be a good idea to kind of introduce you guys into my new venture and trying to get back into music and then for the producer and artist community um get to know a little bit more about myself we're i'm i'm, I'm in the hot seat so to speak so we're gonna we're gonna let um we're laura gonna, we're gonna learn a little bit more about ryan today yeah. we're gonna learn about about ryan aka drumhead x drumhead oh my x. goodness talking to myself talking about myself in the third person is so <laughs> weird so if i refer to drumhead x obviously i'm talking to ryan but, <laughs> but it's a different uh you know episode getting to know a little bit more about him and you know his mu new music career launching i mean new year new opportunities out there i honestly am 100 percent supportive and like I said, you've always supported me with podcasts, with everything. So trying to show my support 100% as always. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I wanted to begin to know or to learn how you began, like, music. Like, childhood, you know. So my earliest memories of, like, noticing music was... You know, a long time ago, my dad would, I'm like five years old at this point, and my dad would have to wake me up super early at like 5 a.m. because we had to take my grandma to her job um, every morning. And my dad grew up, you know, your classic 80s metalhead, stuff like that. So I, my earliest memories of music was me um, half asleep in a car hearing Metallica and, mm. and stuff like that playing. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, it's it's funny because I, and then it, it it's like old memories in general, right? You kind of just phase in and out of memories. That's my earliest memory. And then throughout, I never went out of my way, like during elementary, to like go listen to music. Um, so, but that was probably my first exposure. Like, was like Metallica and all these <laughs> 80s metal bands that my dad would always play because he would have to wake me up every morning, mm -hmm. you know, at dawn to go take my grandma to her job. It's funny you say that because sometimes my mom tells me, like, you got to wake up with, like, good music, like music that moves you, that empowers you. And Metallica is like, you know, right. boom, 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 boom. <laughs> get up. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. That's cool. Um, so would you say that that was your favorite music growing up? No, actually, I mean, 
I, I did grow up in general being like a metalhead. You know, I had hair down to my butt and and stuff. And <laughs> we need a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I don't even know if I have any more. But um, the first band that I rem uh, I'll go with the first band that I remember like going, I like that. Mm. And um, it was again driving with my dad, and he had the radio on, and all of a sudden. Uh, at the time, I didn't know, but Linkin Park's In the End came on. Mm. And this was like around when it came out, like 2001. Ooh. And I just yeah. remember hearing that flow. And then, you know, just when Chester just started singing right away, I, I was hooked. I was like, I like this. Mm -hmm. Who is this? I want to hear this again. Mm -hmm. And then that's when, that was my first experience where it was like, boom, the, the spark happened. And it was mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to I hear this again. And I don't want to stop listening to this. This thing's going to be... <laughs> it's on loop. Uh, yeah, it's on loop. And it wasn't... Loops weren't even... Like, it, back then, that meant like, hey, can you keep playing that right. tape back over <laughs> and over again? And stuff. So, yeah. I think... I, I want to say Lincoln Park's In the End was... In the End or Runaway was the first song where that... I was like... Mm. My dad didn't care about that band. Mm -hmm. But I cared about it. Mm. You know? So that was the big thing. Oh, okay. I mean, I like Linkin Park. I, I think I first heard Linkin Park in a Transformers movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's how I got it. Yeah. That's, that's, they got a lot of exposure after Transformers. <laughs> that was a big deal for them. <laughs> so let's talk about your name, Drumhead X. Where'd that come from? So it's funny. Um, to be completely honest with you, I don't remember exactly how I got it. Mm -hmm. I remember vaguely. So a long time ago in the days of MySpace, okay, <laughs> if everybody remembers that. I was like in middle school, I and think, or something. But I had a, f you know, MySpace was popping up. Everyone started having MySpace mm -hmm. and stuff, and I didn't have one yet. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, do you have a MySpace? You know, let's talk after school, okay. you know, and stuff like that. And I'm like, what <laughs> is... Pick me on your topic. My, my house? That's my space. You know, and things like that. So, oh, God. I know that, oh my God, thank God we don't have top friends list anymore. That was so toxic. Um, yeah. But what ended up happening is I didn't know how to create one. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend who had a girlfriend who did. And she was just like, well, okay, I'm going to make you a, a MySpace, but what do you want your username to be? And I was like, ah. and this is where I don't remember how I told her or how this yeah. came up. Yeah, yeah. But I, I must have said just flippantly drumhead mm -hmm. just because it rolled off the tongue nice. And mm -hmm. I wasn't even a drummer. Mm -hmm. You know, I was a bass player. Okay. Um, and it, it just rolled off. And then all of a sudden, you know, she texts back. She's like, okay, so I made you a account and it's a drumhead X 20. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And it just kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, I hadn't started playing drums until way later, but it just stuck. It, I used it for everything. Anytime I had a new account of whatever, I would put Drumhead X. That, that was just, I just kept it consistent. Yeah. yeah. You know, so my, my uh, <laughs> you know, so MySpace was Drumhead X. My, my Call of Duty tag was Drumhead X. You know, it's like all of that. You I know. feel like the X was very popular too, because even my, my cousin had like X in her Call of Duty. Yeah. 
Um, I think some MySpace profiles, like, I don't want to say, like, the more emo or scene, but sometimes <laughs> there'd be, like, XX and then, like, a username. Yeah, no, I wouldn't know about having an emo so phase. So, <laughs> <I get it. laughs> so if you're saying that your, your girlfriend at the time? No, 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 my friend's girlfriend at the oh, time. Oh, your friend's girlfriend. Yeah. Okay, yeah, your friend's She girlfriend. made me. She was like, oh, I'll just add an X here because it would be, like, yeah. drumhead X. Well, and back then, it, 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 I think it just gave you an option. Like, you could just be drumhead. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, you could be drumhead X55, you could be drumhead X... Mm. YZ. Okay. So she was like, eh, just drumheads. Okay, okay. You know, and it just popped up, and that's how it just, that's how it stuck. No, 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 no. That's good. That's good. So you weren't even a drummer. When did you begin that sequence? Like, if you call yourself a drumhead, it mm-hmm. was because... I mean, it, a lot of people know that you're a drummer right. now. <laughs> so I, when people ask me, like, oh, are you a drummer? Like... I just, because just for the sake of conversation, I just go, yes, I am. Um, (laughs) But that's not why, but that's not, yeah, without getting into the back part of it. Like, I I don't, I don't want to tell them like, well, that's not why I got the name. (laughs) Right. Um, That's why I kept the name. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the first time I, like I was telling you, my first instrument was a bass guitar. Mm -hmm. And my first song was the classic. My dad was just like, you got to sit down and you're going to sit down for an hour and you're going to learn how to play Smoke on the Water. Okay. So, like, I sat there for three hours trying to learn how to play that. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to be a bass player. And a lot of the reason, and this speaks to who I am in general, I didn't want to be like everybody else. Everybody I knew played guitar. Okay, I don't yeah. want to do what everybody else yeah, does. Yeah, the basic. What yeah. It, even like the Barbie movie, it was like, like, <laughs> yeah. like people playing the guitar all the time. People think it's the most romantic instrument and it's not. Yeah, they're like, they're, and then Overrated. being a drummer was, at the time, I, way out of my league, way too expensive. I don't have space for it or whatever. So I was just like, oh, I'll just play bass. I want to play bass. Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff like that. Four strings. Huh? And um, Yeah, four strings. <laughs> this is playing all that. Um, so that's how it started. But then when I got into high school, Mm-hmm. I had to pick, the, pick an elective. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I tell you what, I didn't, this was my goal. I'm going to be 100% honest. I picked music class because mm-hmm. I was like, it's going to be an easy A. Mm-hmm. I need one class to be a gimme. Just <laughs> give me one. A. Just give me one to okay. be a gimme. I wasn't very athletic, so I wasn't confident about PE being a gimme. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, uh, music class. PE could have been elective for you. Well, no, no, no. I was just saying in general. Oh, I was okay. just in general. I needed some oh, class okay. to be an easy A <laughs> because every other class I was going to be like C minus barely. You know what oh, I mean? Okay, okay. <laughs> so I went in there and then, um, you know, who um, his name is uh, Mr. Bama, but he uh, he ended up becoming my mentor. Fast forward, basically like a mentor of how to handle music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was his first year starting too. He was he was his first year of being a teacher. So we started at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. But he was just like, "What instrument do you want?" And I was like, "Give me the easiest instrument you could play." And beginning band, I was just like, "I want to play uh, the snare." And then he was like, "Are you sure?" Mm-hmm. He was like, "You're gonna be bored." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I want to play snare." He's like, "No, no, no! Like serious, you're just gonna go one, two." three, like almost mm-hmm. all year. Yeah, yeah. And I was all like, yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Sounds like an easy A to me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, okay. I did not have any aspirations. I keep up tempo. Exactly. I had no aspirations to being great at it mm-hmm. at all. So he was like, okay. <laughs> so he signed me up and then, um, moving past that. And it was, it was boring. It was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was 
I was sitting there just one. I was like, I told you, I'm two, not going to move you anymore. Three. There's nowhere, no way to make that, you know, <laughs> sexy at all. Um, so, but fast forward to my first um, winter concert, mm -hmm. right? He had the philosophy, you know, once you play, you got to sit in the crowd because you're obligated to support the other bands mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah. I was like, all right, so, well, beginning band's always the first. You know, so we were first. I played my little snare drum perfectly, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then, so it was my time to sit back down. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching the intermediate band or whoever was next. And, and you know, I'm just barely paying attention. And then all of a sudden, the feature band, which at the time was the... Um, the high school Dixie Jazz Band. Oh, okay. They're the back then it was the Mission Bay Dixie Jazz Band. They came on, but it was like an actual like show. Like they like the curtains pulled yeah, down and like, stuff. Right, the main people yeah. that we're here for this. Right, <laughs> and I had no clue. I had no clue who they were. Mm -hmm. So and all of a sudden they came, like one of them came out and it was these guys in these like red vests. Mm -hmm. And one guy came out and they did a little like kind of comedy skit. Mm. You know, and stuff like that. Like, I thought we were going to play this song. No, we were going to supposed to do this. Da, 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 oh, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. And then they were like, they were like, you know, Robbie, get the, get us started on something. And all of a sudden you just heard, boom, 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 And it was like the mask, like, like, oh, like okay. all of a sudden this crazy, like yeah. drum Trumpet. groove started going and all of a sudden everything started opening up. And then all of a sudden there was this drummer on a platform and he's just yeah. going crazy. And this this song just starts. I've never heard this kind of music before, but I'm just I'm sitting there like, holy cow, this guy's yeah. going off. Oh. Captivated. Yeah, <laughs> and I just got sucked into it, yeah. and all of a sudden, then these guys were good, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, this was a band, you know, and they just started letting it go, and They're I was like, just like, this is music. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I want to do that. Mm. I don't care what the, I don't know what that is, but I'm gonna do it, <laughs> you know, and um, so that's how I basically. Started becoming a drummer. I told after that night. I told I we call him Mr. B. Right? Yeah, I know. Right? I was just like, wait, wait. I, I was like, I need to learn how. I need to get to that. Like, how do I get to that? He's like, you got a long way to go. I was just like, well, let's get started. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know, long story short, ended up going through, and of grade after grade, slowly moved up, and then on my senior year. I was able to be the lead drummer. I got the lead drummer position in that band, and at that point, he built that uh, that teacher, Mr. B. He built that group into mm -hmm. a point where we were doing festivals. Nice. We did. I got to play the House of Blues twice, which nice. is for a rocker, yeah, is yeah. a dream come true. There's you know every every metal musician out there knows. Yeah, There's yeah. two places you want to get on: Whiskey to Go Go, <laughs> and House of Blues. Okay, well, I got the House of Blues <laughs> twice, and that's like what still want to my biggest feathers in my cap, mm -hmm, being yeah. able to perform there. That's cool. So, which that pretty much explains my music career as far as high school. <laughs> but then I, after that, I just always stuck with being a drummer and mm -hmm. Drumhead X. It just kind of married together, and mm -hmm. that's how I kept on carrying it. Okay. So after high school, obviously comes college. Right. What about, what was your experience in college? Then? So like a lot of people after uh, high school, everyone's like, well, what are you going to go do now? Do? Yeah. And I'm like, what oh, do you want to do when you grow up? I don't know. <laughs> like I didn't, I was having too much fun. I was having too much fun um, being a part of the jazz band mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, you don't think about it ending, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so came that time and I was like, dude, I have no clue what I want to do. You know, I graduated high school, which was, which was very, uh, you know, 
very important because, man, that was other grades where it was tough, but I was able to get past it. But, you know, I was like, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just go to become a history teacher. And my mom was just a like, history teacher. Right. My Ryan, mom, the history teacher. I know, teacher. I know. <laughs> People who really know me, they know me. I really like history. But, but at the same time, it, it was literally just me going, you know what? I don't know how to do anything else. I know the only thing I know so much is school. Like, why don't I just go gravitate towards what I'm familiar with? Yeah. Right? Which is school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, what's my, other than music, what's the one general ed subject that I didn't hate? History. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll just be a history teacher. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Are you really sure? Like, that doesn't seem like your passion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I had this kind of built in my head. It's like, well, it's not about going for your passion. It's about, <laughs> it's about getting a good job. And Who hurt you, right? Taking a, <laughs> well, that, that was the narrative, right? Like, how, how many times do you get built in? Hey, man, you gotta, you need, what you do is you gotta go to college. And you're gonna be a lawyer or doctor because that's what pays the bills. I know, my dad wanted me to either be a lawyer or a doctor. <laughs> and like, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, and people were always told me you need to be a lawyer. Why? Because you're really good at arguing with people. Like you know, and you take things very literally. Because you're good at something, never do it for free. Exactly. Okay. So well. See your point of view now. My, yeah. <laughs> well, my my mom kind of instilled that into me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she was like, "Why don't you go to school for music?" I was like, "That's an option." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I don't know music theory. Like I know rhythm." I took the snare. <laughs> right. Like, I knew how to read. I know how to read rhythm, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to do, you know, every good boy does fine, you know, and all that, like, I, yeah. and all that stuff. So that's the joke, right? You know, how do you get a drummer to freak out? Put, give him sheet music, you know? <laughs> so, so I didn't have any confidence in that. She's like, no, there's other things you can do. Like, why don't you go be a drummer, be a session drummer? So we looked into it and I was living in LA at the time and I was like, all right, well, let's go to, uh, we ended up settling on a musician's Institute in Hollywood. I ended up going there and I, I got accepted. You, you just had to kind of send in like a little recording yourself playing. Okay. Like a demo. Yeah. A little demo. And the one thing I knew how to do was write an essay. And so I just kind of like made this really captivating essay of why they need like, to. Like I wanted to be a history teacher, but accepted. my mom said I could be a drummer. <laughs> I know. So she said you can do whatever you want in your life, you know. So I got accepted, and my whole goal there was to major in drums. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna be a session musician. Gonna... Now let me tell you, let me tell you what I, the idea I had in my head of what I wanted to do. Okay. I wanted to do something like Travis Barker. Okay. Okay. Where he was getting featured on other people's tracks and he was getting to do his own stuff and all that. Like he want he was everybody wanted him to because he's so good and he had the sound and the style. Mm-hmm. They're like, I want him on my track. And she's wearing Joe Kardashian. I'm just kidding. Yeah, well now. <laughs> um but back then I was just like, you know, I wanted to be something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, which was still being an artist. Yeah, yeah. You know, which and 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 in the genre of jazz it's all about improvisation. It's about expression. Mm-hmm. Like, 20% of a jazz song is actually written out, which is like the chorus that everybody plays, right? And stuff like that. But then it goes into a loop, basically, mm-hmm. where everyone lets each other solo. Mm-hmm. And then you express yourself. When you say, like, whiplash is kind of that... What, the movie? Yeah. Um, like, going crazy? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's like that was Caravan, and no. that's what, that, that was real crazy. Now, that was... That, 
movie's a little animated, like <laughs> you know, it's, it's it doesn't animated. go like that. But you know what I mean. But but yeah, it's but yeah, how he was doing it, right? He's going all super crazy. That was his expression, mm -hmm. and you could feel that because he had something to prove. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So I had that built into me. Mm -hmm. So, but the first thing that needed to happen was because the way the time of the year, my mom was like, "Well, you need to take a minor." Mm. Okay, but and it makes and um, you know, there one of the options was audio engineering, and audio engineering is like you know, engineers, how do you make a song sound good? You know, like you know, editing and um, EQ, you know, and all that stuff, like all the technical aspects of like behind tracks of re after recording. You don't just record and then release. Mm -hmm. You know, someone makes it, polishes it up. Kind of like what you do for the podcast. Yeah, exactly. I'm an engineer for the podcast. Yeah, except even on a grander scale, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. So that was an option for uh, as a minor, mm -hmm. and uh, and the way and boy did it come in handy. Uh, oh, dude. <laughs> well, it's hilarious how this worked. It's so lucky that it worked out that way mm -hmm. because I didn't care about that. I mm -hmm. wanted to be the next Travis Barker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, but the way the semester was going. The next available semester was when audio engineering was going to be available. Mm -hmm. So my mom was very smart in her own way. She was just like, I need to have this kid know some technical skill mm -hmm. before he goes on this drum venture. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, hey, you, you take your minor first. And I was like, I don't want to take my minor. I don't want to do that. She's like, no, no, no. It, it's because it's the next thing that's coming up. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. You do that and then you go into your major. Mm -hmm. And you're like, go big, I'll go home, mom. Yeah, pretty much. YOLO. <laughs> so I end up agreeing and I end up doing audio engineering first. Mm -hmm. She took it a step further. She was a like music industry. She knew that that industry is cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. So she was like, take the extra. There was an extended like thing you can take for post-production, which is for movies, mm -hmm. like sound for movies. So I did that too. So um, I did the, I ended up, Graduating in 2011 from Musicians Institute as an audio engineer um, and learning how to mix music, um, learning etiquette and stuff like that and learning how things work in the music industry was very valuable, very necessary. Um, building a foundation and then going into post-production was cool in another way because it was like going into sound design mm -hmm. and stuff like that. How do you combine two sounds together and make something completely different, right? Mm -hmm. So, even when I didn't, wasn't 100% passionate about it, like, I always told myself, it's okay, I gotta get through this and I'll get into drums. I'll get through this and I'll get into drums. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what kept me going. So I graduated, which was great. Um, I, it felt cool, but I wasn't super proud because I was like, okay, now the real thing happens. I get to be a drummer now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went into there. I get to be a drummer now. Yeah. And I went into there. I was like, well, I guess at least I know how to record myself. Um, as soon as I get into the drum program, it took me about three weeks to find out that's not what I wanted to do. Dang. All that time wasted. Just well, kidding. I mean, it happens. It, that's how you, you figure it out. Exactly. Because I, I got it. I got a, a big rude awakening because I figured out that, wait a minute, what I'm going to school for is to play exactly what everybody else wants me to play. Mm. And they were like, you know, they were like, Hey, uh, Ryan, you know, I gotta tell you, if you end up getting a gig with, um, you know, a major artist, you know, with 
you know, I don't know, fill in the blank, whoever made your artist, and you do your, you show off your skills, and then as soon as someone goes up to that artist and says, wow, you have a really good drummer, they're going to fire you. Mm-hmm. Because you're there to just be in the background and to keep everybody in time. Mm-hmm. You're not, the artist is the star of the show. Mm-hmm. And the more it kind of got, like, you don't have an opinion, you play exactly what you're, you're told. You're just the drummer. You're just the drummer. Yeah. I started to hate it. Mm-hmm. Because it's not me being an artist anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just committing a service. You're like, I'm just trying to be the star, the artist, and the drummer. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even want to be the star. I just wanted to have some creative control or say. Because mm-hmm. that's what being an artist is. Yeah. You know, so I was just like, I started freaking out because I was just like, you know what? I don't, I'm only about to get neck deep in debt for something that I'm going to start hating. Mm-hmm. So I ended up um, pulling out. Um, we won't get into how not fun that conversation was with my parents. Um, <laughs> I was like, excuse me. Yeah. For all this time. So I ended up uh, dropping out of the major, but I did walk away with the audio engineering complete. Okay. So I did graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't for what I initially intended. And it happens. Yep. I mean, once again, you tried it out. You invested, and then at the end, you were like, mm, maybe that's not the way that I want to go. Right. So, would you say that you took time off of music from then? Yeah, things got tough after that because, um, you know, you get, you know, your motivation goes down. Like, it's not what I thought it was going to be. You know, I'm also still a very young, you know, a young adult at this point, so I'm super emotional and I'm, I'm you know, a roller coaster of emotions mm-hmm. and stuff. So I was like, I guess I'm gonna yeah. go, I'm gonna go back to general ed and I'm gonna go be that history teacher that I said, <laughs> you know. So, but it was a blessing in disguise, right? Yeah. Um, because that's where I met my wife. Hey. I ended up going to, <laughs> I ended up going to uh, Glendale Community College. Um, I that wasn't my first choice. What eventually, what I wanted to do was to start looking for work in studios. To be an audio engineer because okay. that's what I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But You're like, let me see what I can do out of it. Yeah, but then I learned at the time, at least, um, you know, things might be different now, but at the time, it was like, no, you got to work for free. You got to be start out as an intern. You're getting everybody coffee. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. entertaining the posse. It is what it is. You, you got to start somewhere. Exactly, and then, but they're like, you got to work for free. <laughs> okay, but at the same time, my oh, mom. Make money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My mom was like, no, you need to make money. Yeah. I was like, well, they're saying I have to work for free, mm-hmm. and I have to do, I have to be ground to the ground basically. And if they're, mm-hmm. if they like me, then they'll let me touch a mixing board. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, well then you need to do that while you work a full time job, or start paying rent. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't commit because I was like, the way studios are like, hey, I don't care where you're sleeping, I don't care what time it is. If I need you in the studio, you need to get here. Yeah, how old were you at this room this time? I was 19, 19 or 20. Okay. So, for reference, I'm going to be 32 in April. Uh, for reference, what? Uh, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> so, I ended up dropping out of that. I was just like, well, no, no. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. No. You know, if you're not going to let me be rent-free, then I can't, I can't commit to being in a studio. So, I was just like, no. Okay, I guess I'm going to go. Not, to, I'm not going to be here rent free. Yeah, I'm going to have to be community college and I'm going to have to yeah. I'm going to work at the same time. I know. Which taught me valuable regular life lessons, you know, yeah. being able to hold a job and all that stuff. And then I ended up meeting my uh, future wife, you know, at that community college. So it was blessing in disguise. I found out quick I didn't want to 
be a history teacher because I was like, this is just high school, but I'm paying for it. Yep. I was like, and I'm, I have to do this for eight years. Another eight years? No, thank you. So I ended up cutting that too. Um, and then I'll just throw this in there. Uh, I was very close to joining the Navy because <laughs> um, I was like, well, this is my last my last option. Right. You're like money. And then but my, uh, you know, uh, I had just started talking to my now wife at the time. And I was like, well, let me see where this goes. And if this flops, then I'll just. Uh... If this flops, <laughs> I can't become a family. Yeah. If, I, if, if nothing comes of this. I guess I'll be a government man. Right. <laughs> do, right. And so I just I was just like, then I'll do it. And well, you know. Two kids, two kids later, two kids later. <laughs> and stuff, you know, we're here, we're still together. And it was, you know, one of the best things that could happen to me. So, uh, during that time, yeah, I did take a break. Um, it was just a hobby, you know, it's just cause I liked music Yeah. and, um, I took a long break from it because I had become a family man. I had to learn how to hold a job. I had to learn how to provide and mm -hmm. do all that stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and that took up, you know, 10 years, nine, 10 years, Yeah. you know, so. This year, and this now, year, yeah, and back. now, yeah, and now, but now I'm in a position, thankfully, that I can make a real go at this. Now you want to be a producer. Yep. So tell me more about that. So I, I've, I've always liked writing music, like writing lyrics and stuff like that. We've talked about this on this podcast about mm -hmm. writing lyrics and stuff. Um, but I never gave like being an actual producer really much thought because I was like, I don't know music theory. Like, I don't know my A, B, C, Ds and all that stuff as far as, like, the notes and all that. So I could be a drummer. Like, I'm really good with rhythm and stuff like that. So, but what made me start it was, you know, when learning what, what's capable now. So, like, the different programs and stuff like that, it, it enables you to kind of stay in the right um, keys and stuff like that and the right um, theory and the right formats of a song of the building blocks of a song mm -hmm. and when i started learning that oh i started finding a balance of where i am able to compose a song on my own mm -hmm. i was like oh i can actually do this stuff like that so and then i was like oh wait i can make then i started doing some research and i can i can make music for artists right <laughs> so i figured out like oh there's the different i learned the different um, parts of a music project, the producer, the engineer, mm. um, and, th and the artist, and what were the three different um, roles they played into making a song happen, mm -hmm. things like that. So what made me go into trying to become a producer was as soon as I found out that I can make, I, I, I can make a song on my own, mm -hmm. and it be um, appropriate and like to the level it needs to be. I also had the advantage of being an engineer through college, so I knew how to mix and master it and make it sound on a professional level. Mm -hmm. And then I found out there's a need for that. Then I was like, oh, what is that? Oh, well, you're, that's what a producer is. Mm -hmm. I was like, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And so I was super excited to be able to do something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, thankfully, I have a very stable job that that's able to support you know mm -hmm. the family and everything like that mm -hmm. and i had had time on the side and i was like you know what why not why not make a go of making a career in music mm -hmm. while at the same time i have the support i need yeah 
thankfully I have a very supportive wife. My kids love the fact that I'm that I make music and I want to show them like look even when you're a grown up you can still chase your passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I also show them but I have to do this other thing, this other job to be able to support cuz family's first. Mm -hmm. and I got to make all these things, you know, come together first. Mm -hmm. It's like t being a, the, the them watching this process mm -hmm. is teaching them very valuable lessons at a young age. Mm -hmm. But it shows that, no, you don't have to go be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to go do something you're not passionate about. Yeah, yeah. You can do something, you have to do something, I would encourage you doing something that you don't hate. Mm -hmm. You know, just to get by, just to be able to make the ends meet so you can invest time in what you are passionate about. Yeah. You know, like, so, not everybody's passion will be to become a doctor. Some right. people will be passionate to help others and stuff. Right. But the whole learning aspect is you can, as an adult, continue your passions. Right. Never too late. Never too late. Right. And so I was like, you know what? And I always felt like, man, I had that college experience and I always felt like it was a waste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, of course. Like could, you didn't want that, all of that energy and time, yeah. and, you know, to not do something. And it wasn't even a waste. I did learn a lot of valuable things from there, mm -hmm. even about life. Like, hey, well, like you tried something. <laughs> college is college. Right. It teaches a lot. <laughs> right. So it was like, but... I always look back and it always felt like a hole. Mm -hmm. There was a hole there. And the, I was like, this is my chance to, you know, get back, do something with that college experience. Mm -hmm. This is my chance to do what I love, music. This is my chance. I am at a point now where I do have the time. I do have the resources to make a go of this. Mm -hmm. And I also have the chance to be my own boss, run my own project, have it done how I want. Mm -hmm. I don't have a time clock. I get to choose who I work with. I get to choose, I get the final cut, you know, I get the final say. I get to do as much as I want, I go as far as I put in it, mm -hmm. you know. I have ultimate control of this thing's destiny, you know, so I was like, let me try that. Let me try being an entrepreneur. Because that's what you are as an artist, an independent artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, you're an entrepreneur. You gotta market your songs. Mm -hmm. You gotta develop relationships. You gotta learn the business. You gotta yeah. learn the game. Mm -hmm. You gotta learn how to do distribution and all that. Even as an artist, as an independent producer, you gotta do all the same thing, but you gotta learn about publishing rights. You gotta learn about PROs. You gotta yeah. learn about legal stuff. You gotta do all that stuff. And then marketing. You know, you're the CEO, CTO, CFO. You're all of it. Yeah. Um, but you have the freedom. Yeah. And better than, you know, getting locked up in some contracts, you know, that you will regret many years later. Mm -hmm. So I knew I, I, and I've done things in the past, like in where I put all my focus and energy and I've gone super far with those things just to find out later, like, nah, maybe I'm not that passionate about it, but I made mountains move mm -hmm. by putting all that. I was like, what happens if I put all my energy <laughs> into something I am passionate about? Exactly. So I was like, Let's give it a shot. The success rate is going to be way higher. If I could just channel all of it mm -hmm. into this thing, mm -hmm. let me see how far I can go. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, let me, and it starts with doing research. Mm -hmm. You know, so after, you know, I got the nod of approval from the wife and all that, like everything, mm -hmm. like she thought it was a good idea that she, that I should, you know, at least yeah. give it a shot. Yeah. 
you know, I hit the books and I started watching videos and I, a part of me was still like, you're not going to be a producer. Like, you know, you have this self-sabotaging critic. Oh, trust me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, but then, so tell us, how did you start your brand? So I was like, you know what? What's my, you know, what's my name? No, (laughs) I was like, yeah, no, but, but I was just like, you know, I'm still drumhead. Yeah. You know, and I'm a full on drummer. I've mm-hmm. learned so much on that. My all my experiences led up to this moment in some I know. way. I've asked you to teach me too. <laughs> we still gotta get on still that. On those <laughs> <laughs> um and I was just like, I'll still be drumhead. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I ended up going in, um first I checked if that name's even available, Drumhead X. I got lucky. Um because the domain, you know, drumheadx.com, there's my plug. Yes. This is a studio. Let's be careful of coffee, Laura. No, I was kidding. <laughs> she almost just, that was almost disaster right there. Um, they don't need to know, right? <laughs> but it, I was lucky. Um, I looked up the domain and drumheadx.com was available. That's good. So I was like, snag, I got my domain. And then I, I had to look into the business aspect. So I ended up stumbling across this... Um, one producer, mm-hmm. um, he goes by the name uh, DJ Payne One, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of you guys in the producer community know who I'm talking about, because his videos are everywhere. Mm. Um, he makes beats. Um, he's a DJ, obviously, and then he, and, but he does a lot of educational stuff. And I gravitated towards this guy's videos because he had a very no BS attitude. Mm. Like he's not trying to blow smoke up your butt. Like he's not like going like, oh yeah, you could just do this, and if you do that, it's mm-hmm. gonna be perfect. Yeah, he yeah. was more like. A lot of people think this. It's really this. And it's a winning <laughs> He, I mean, one of his podcasts was no pain, no gain. Exactly. I mean, like, so. Yeah. But he was very, it was very straightforward. Mm-hmm. And that's what I needed. I gravitate towards that. Like, because I used to do mixed martial arts and that was kind of like, he was like, this like, kind of like this, like, like a coach almost. <laughs> He's like, this is how it's going to be. This is what you would think, and it's not. And it's not, yeah. You know, and stuff like that without getting into all the details. Mm-hmm. Um, check him out, DJ Pay One. You can learn a lot from that guy. Agree with him or not. You can learn a lot. <laughs> um, but his videos gave me, like, the confidence. Like, oh, wait, I can do this. And 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 I can learn to do this on my own. Because one of his first videos was, like, you know, are beats, beat, beat makers, you know, is that industry dead? Like, you know, are you, can you even make a living and stuff like that? And he'd go through and he's like, you could totally do it. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. You, gotta, you gotta put the You work. gotta be, it's a grind. I mean, for everything. I mean, even if you're getting into the doctor, like, yeah, you yeah. can be a regular doctor or you put the work in to become one of the top doctors of neuro, you know, a neuro doctor, things like that. Like the effort that you put into your work is how far you will get. Yes. And I think the biggest difference is and why people, it, it's, it's the wild, wild west when it comes to like in the music industry. So, mm-hmm. and, and as far as doctor, like tons of work, mm-hmm. tons go into it, yeah, tons yeah. of investment, mm-hmm. but there's more of a clear path. Yeah. It's like you go to this school, mm-hmm. you pass these tests and these mm-hmm. classes, mm-hmm. and then you go over here, and then yeah. you go to this school, and then yeah. you get accepted, and then it's like. There's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like the more you put, like you can stop there right. and do this, or then you can study more and exactly. keep moving up. It's kind of the same there's, thing. There's a clear roadmap for that mm-hmm. with being a producer, artist, whoever in the music industry. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like 
Good luck, young fella. You're in the wild, wild west. Yeah, We're yeah. all here. And you have to put in even more, more work. work. Yeah. You gotta grind it. You gotta, you gotta get people to want to work with you without being a freaking stalker. You have to get you know? on the trends. You have to. Get yeah, yeah. There's and a lot happening. There's so that. much going on. <laughs> you know, you gotta be. You gotta have good social skills. You gotta. Mm -hmm. You gotta know branding. You, you gotta, gotta get adapt. like I, like I told you. <laughs> What's that, that very famous quote? Uh, the overcome adapter. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like he 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 had these things these videos though that laid it kind of more out that kind of gave you a little bit of a roadmap mm -hmm. and it made gave me the confidence like oh I okay I can do this oh yeah there is still a need for this mm -hmm. and then I was just like you know what because it all seems so overwhelming but like with when I told you when you and I started the podcast I was like it's gonna seem freaky at first it's gonna seem so overwhelming at first mm -hmm. but if you just start a point. And you just build on it. Mm -hmm. Look down the road a year later. You're going to have this big thing built. Yeah. And then a lot of things just keep standing on its own. Mm -hmm. I was like, all I got to do is get these things to stand on its own. Mm -hmm. Like building a website. Yeah. Like building a brand. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. Like, So I ended up making a brand. You know, it's just Drumhead X. Mm -hmm. um, my website's drumheadx.com. Mm -hmm. All my Twitter, all my social media handles is at drumheadx. drumheadx. Yeah. And you're going to find me. Yeah. Um, so learning how to make things simple and then learning how to, you know, create beats. So learning to, to grow more creatively, mm -hmm. grow socially and everything. Um, and then learning the legal business. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell all you guys aspiring to jump into this, learn the legal aspects of it. Um, the difference between what's the difference between an exclusive license and a beat buyout? You know, a lot of artists think, oh, it's an exclusive license. I own the beat 100% yeah. and I don't got to do anything else. Yeah. And it's like, nope, there's a bunch of things still attached to it. The producer still owns the beat. Getting into the business aspect. Yeah. That, that would be researching into the legal. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's essential because you got to learn how to protect yourself. You got to know your rights and your clients' rights mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, you're, collaborating is where it's at. This is how you're going to grow. Mm -hmm. You got to collaborate. You know, you, you think you're going to take the whole place by yourself and you, just, you think you don't need anybody else yeah. and all that. Good luck, man. Good luck to you. We'll see how long you last. Right. <laughs> um, you got to collaborate. Collaborate. And then in that, People who collaborate with you are going to expect you to know your stuff. Mm -hmm. They're going to expect you to know your splits, which is, you know, how much of the publishing share do you get on the back end? How much of the publishing share do they get? Who's get the writer's share? Mm -hmm. well, well, what, uh, did you use a sample? Okay, well, they get a share. Mm -hmm. Things like that. It's not that clean cut and dry. Mm -hmm. And you got to do that. So I, I had to spend tons of time. Doing the not fun part, right. which was <laughs> learning how to do all this stuff, um, learning you know how important it is to have a lawyer mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, but that was like last year, like I, I started this whole venture last August, like and, mm -hmm. and I was just like, I spent all the last half of last year grinding, learning all this stuff and then building the website, mm -hmm. building a platform, yeah. um, learning what works, what doesn't work. And then the last month and a half, was me just like, let me try all these different things and figure out what I like, what I don't like. Mm -hmm. um, for example, I don't offer mixing and mastering services to people. Mm -hmm. Only if you buy one of my beats um, exclusively. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I do that is because I'm so spread thin anyway, just juggling having a, fa having a family mm -hmm. and having um, a full-time job. Yeah. 
like to me if i if i'm gonna if someone with their project is gonna say hey can you mix this for me that means my entire brand and everything stops mm -hmm. until i finish that project mm -hmm. and anyone i'm collaborating with mm -hmm. it's taking away from them mm -hmm. so it's not fair to them it's not fair to the client who wants me to mix their stuff and it's not fair to myself mm -hmm. so like you know your abilities and how far you can stretch yourself so which this is which yeah our podcast has helped you know contribute to this yeah because it's like i need to i'm like i can't overextend myself mm -hmm. um so i ended up not not offering that anymore um i just include it if you want to make a custom beat if you want a custom beat for me yeah. I'll, I'll include it yeah you know and and because but you're also now I'm collaborating with you, and I'm and that's our project. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I have that's the, a benefit for you as well. Exactly. Yeah. And I have the session. I, it'd be super easy for me. Mm -hmm. When you when you gotta mix other people's stuff, they gotta send you the session. You gotta make sure everything's compatible. You got everything you need. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, in this way, anyone I work with is gonna get a hundred percent of my attention. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's how I ensure that. Okay. Because that's what they deserve. If you're gonna work with me, I'm gonna give you a hundred percent. Right. Mm -hmm. So. That's how I ended up learning the business, um, building the brand. You know, I just I got a logo, um, fairly simple, but I got the logo. I made sure that I have the right to use it. Um, I got some, a lot of help from some people. You know, some some mutual friends. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so shout out to you know Sin Regulus for helping me with um, stickers and some merch, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, shout out to Graveyard Zombie because uh, he. All the photos that you see my beats on on my website, mm -hmm. they're all taken by him. Even the picture in the back on my website is mm -hmm. taken by him, who's a really good, you know, photographer. Yeah. And he captures just things that I really vibe with. Mm -hmm. So he was just like, "Hey, man, like I want to contribute." <laughs> yeah, because I'm all about San, uh, San Diego. Right. So I, he was like, "Hey, man, just um, you know, just just put my name next to it, and uh, you you know, I'll I'll help you out with photos." Okay. So. Being resourceful like that is a big thing, and that's kind of, I just slowly built this thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, so now I just have my website um, where you can see the beats, you can see the licenses, you can see the services. Um, um, I have a free sound kit out there. Mm -hmm. It's all in this one area. And then I'm primarily, you know, socially I'm primarily on IG, but mainly on X slash Twitter. Okay. You know. So since you began this, like, what has your experience been online with like other producers and artists? So, to my surprise, and I think I might have been very lucky, mm -hmm. the producer community I'm a part of, artist producer community I'm a part of, has been very positive, very okay. supportive. Um, a lot of smart people in that community. Mm -hmm. um, they know collaborations where it's at. They know being professional mm -hmm. is absolutely mandatory and a necessity not mandatory but a necessity yeah of course because things places like twitter you got to be careful man because you got to remember you're not the only one having that conversation everybody else can see it mm -hmm. i see artists out there or producers start just ranting mm -hmm. at other people where everyone can see it maybe things are different now because i graduated from being an audio engineer you know over 10 years ago mm -hmm. But back then, I'll tell you one thing that helped me was you learned etiquette. Mm -hmm. You learned the etiquette about the music industry 
the hierarchy of it, who you work with, how do you talk to people in the music industry, what, what is standard and what is expected of you. Mm -hmm. Then I see online people start ranting and they are quietly burning bridges oh, yeah. because I'm like, there will be, there's going to be some person out there going, you know what? I work harder than all y'all and all that stuff. And I do this and all that. I got what you need. Like you got to quit messing with these other people and all that. And then yeah. he doesn't, he or she doesn't realize probably 10 artists and 10 other producers are now going, I will never work with you. Right. Yeah. And then they just mute and walk away. Promoting doesn't always have to be bashing other people. Right. You promote yourself. So mm -hmm. I, and I was afraid getting on Twitter, like, Oh my God, this is what it's going to be like. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But when I got on there, I met some really cool people that um, that don't do any of that, mm. and they're about like, they're, it's it's almost like a brotherhood, you know, or like mm. you know what I mean, like it's like this group where it's everybody's like, hey man, I just posted this, and we're like, dude, that sounds awesome, and then you you know retweet it, and then everybody, and then everybody's about like sharing each other's stuff, nice. working together, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. You know, there's not really a competition against yeah. each other. It's like let's help each other build up, exactly. And you yeah. you make relationships and stuff like that, and then. Um, I got to give some shout outs because, um, I, know, I was going to ask like collaborations. Like, oh yeah. With. <laughs> huge, um, huge thanks to a producer, um, uh, slash engineer by the name of, uh, Beatloaf, uh, X Beatloaf on Twitter. Um, he, he one time it was, I, I'm so lucky I met him early on because this is a guy that's honest with you. Like you'll find a lot of people that like to, they just want to be nice and just want to like, um, you know, um, make a connection with you. Yeah, so yeah. they'll just like, you put something else, they're like, yeah, man, sounds great. Yeah. You know, without even really listening to it. He's not like that. Mm -hmm. And he ended up putting up a, um, a mixing or he put up a question. He's like, Hey, hey I, I want to mix someone's thing. I just want practice. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, you know what? I just, It'd probably be good to have like a second opinion. Yeah. So I threw him a session. He comment. He he messaged me back right away, and he's like, "Uh, what kind of speakers do you have?" Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Why? Like, what's wrong? What's with wrong?" Song? <laughs> and so he took a video of my song playing out of his nice system, <laughs> and it sounded terrible. His nice system. Yeah, it was. Like he had this like really super like big setup, mm -hmm. but I was just like. This thing is, um, it, it sounded terrible. Mm -hmm. So I, I found out, long story short, I found out that I needed better speakers. Okay. And my speakers were giving me a false indication of what my stuff sounded like. Mm -hmm. Sounded good in my, in my studio, but not to anybody else. But not to anybody else. Everybody's like, I don't want to work with him. What is this? Yeah. What so is this crap? Oh, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I almost fainted. Like, I was like, oh my God. Wow. I... So okay. he ended up. Sorry, yeah. I'm like, sometimes I feel like that when we're like, oh, it sounds really good here. And like, we're listening to one of the episodes and yeah. I hear it on Spotify and I'm like, why does it sound like that? It does not sound like that in the studio. Yeah. So, yeah. We feel it. <laughs> yeah. We went through it. So we... Get so it together, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. So he ended up um, helping me out with that. And then, um, so because of that feedback directly, I went invested in better speakers and then the... The results have just been astronomically different. That's he good. saved me years of frustration. Oh, hey, shout out, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, stumbled across his uh, his artist that he, you know, produces for um, Land Party. Um, he has a new album out, um, Industry. It sounds really good. Mm -hmm. um, he, this guy is, is, you know, coming up. Like, 
I, I looked and I was like, looked at his follower account. I'm like, how did not more people follow this guy? They need to go check his stuff out because this sounds like legit professional. Mm -hmm. So collaborations, you know, I'm hoping to collaborate with them sometime this year. We'll see. Um, I have collaborated with another producer on some on on a beat. You know, um, shout out to Prosper. Um, he he and I made an R&B beat together. Mm -hmm. um, I got some other producers right now working on some stuff to send me so I can collaborate with them. Yeah, it's, um, it's been very, the experience has been surprisingly great, you know, I, and working with people around the world, mm -hmm. I got a guy, he goes by the name of um, Hazardous Material, he, he's out in the UK, mm -hmm. you know, and he just sent me some stuff, nice. you know, and then um, very positive people, people like Wizard on there, he's really, he's been really cool to everybody, um, and then people helping me out like um ellipsy music she she did the my beat tag where you hear you know drumhead x on my on my tracks oh, cool. that's her oh nice you know so it's these people reach out they help out and they help you build this thing you know so i'm always, i'm forever grateful to them and stuff so those have been the collaborations so far but i'm i'm, I'm this is just the beginning of the year you know i'm hoping right. i'm hoping to <laughs> have it take off so being part of the producer community, what are like some hot topics going on right now? Like anything that you are like, hmm, I think I might want to dig myself into this. Yeah, well, carefully. I mean, <laughs> because it's this is where it can get a little freaky on, on Twitter and stuff like that. Because there are just, it's a lot of, in my, my opinion, it's a lot of like ego-driven stuff. So like, oh, what um, program do you use? This program's better. Oh, this DAW yeah. is better. <laughs> this DAW is better than this one, you know, and all that. And I'm not going to pick sides, okay? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you guys right now. I use Machine and I use Logic Pro. That's what I use. That's what works for me. Because guess what? The listener doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Have you, Laura, have you ever listened to a song and go, did they use Pro Tools? They, they better have used Pro Tools. I think I heard this on LimeWire. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what? So there's a lot of that. Like, and it's just kind of ego flexing. Yeah. You know, and then, um, oh, like, you know, loops are cheating, you know, mm -hmm. or samples are cheating. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? Some of the greatest songs ever made in all the big genres use loops or samples. Yeah. They Everybody cheated. has their own opinion. Yeah, it's it's a creative opinion and That's, stuff like that. I was like going to tell you, I'm like, being a very creative and like, everybody has that free speech. Everybody, you know, yeah. has the ability to create anything. So it doesn't always mean yeah. like, and sometimes thing. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> these guys don't even believe what they're saying. They're mm -hmm. just trying to generate engagement because yeah. they have enough They have That's enough of a fan do. base to get paid. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, they I see what this is. <laughs> right. So I, I, I see what's going on. Like, yeah. okay, I'm not, I'm not. And then I've learned to spot that, mm -hmm. you know, so I'm like, I stay out of it because like I said, the listener doesn't care if you use the sample. Mm -hmm. The listener doesn't care if it's a loop. The listener doesn't care if you analog, like, you know, um, recorded every piece of the drum set. Mm -hmm. You know, does it make them feel good? Mm -hmm. Do they connect with it? That's what they care about. Exactly. You know, so those are some of the things that I see yeah. that are like that people, but nothing too crazy. People still, not as much as you would think, but mm -hmm. it's one of those things where when it does spark up, yeah. it like flies. Mm -hmm. And you also mentioned like you just kind of started getting into it. So who knows? down the road you're gonna be like oh my god i tumbled into the actual like a bigger community or like a more yeah movement. like you know all the i feel especially social media like moves 
differently every single day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? so. Well, it's you got it. You got it. You are who you keep around you and stuff. Mm-hmm. If there's someone online that's being way too negative, or you're just talking a bunch of oh, stuff, yeah. I mute and I'm yeah, like, because and mm-hmm. so I have a good filter, and that's how I've managed to get this tight group around me. That's good. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, I got another artist who. I just stumbled across one of her tracks. Her name's Angel uh, Violet on there, mm-hmm. and she, of her singing, and she had this beautiful, unique voice. And I was like, and I contacted her. I was just like, "Hey, man, like mm-hmm. I would love to work with you sometime." Yeah. Yeah. But she had been supporting me, and I've been supporting her stuff for months now. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like me being a salesman. All of a sudden, it was just yeah. like, no, it's like we we're have mutuals. a relationship. Yeah, we're mutual. Yeah, I was just like, hey, I didn't know you could sing like that. Let's do something. That's cool. Yeah, and it, everyone's super positive. So, but that's. That's kind of what you see, and I just try to stay out of it. I'm open-minded. <laughs> I do all of it. I record. Mm-hmm. I use MIDI. Mm-hmm. If there's a loop or a sample, I do that. Yeah. I don't care. I'm about the listener. The mm-hmm. listener. Can I make this track sound as good as possible? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Legally. Right. <laughs> you know, legally, everybody. If you, if, if I'm using a sample, you best believe that person is going to get a percentage. Yeah. You know, un- unless they specify otherwise. So, but that's those are the topics going on right now. And then you said you have your website, drumheadx.com, mm-hmm. and you have your demos on there. I have all the tracks on there, so basically, this is what I'm going to say. I got I to gotta put this out there because I get contacted by the one thing you do run into is scammers, mm-hmm. which is sad. I know times are tough, but yeah. man, it astonishes me. I know. They work hard. They work hard to steal your money. Rent is due. Yeah. They work hard to try to steal your money, scam you out of your money, and they don't care if you're, they're crushing your dreams in the process. So all my tracks are on drumheadx.com, mm-hmm. and all my business is done through there. Okay. Because anything you do with me is going to be through legal contract. Mm-hmm. Everything's We can be friends and still practice good business. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it protects me, and it protects you. Who, if I'm working with you, or if you're the client, it protects you too. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's got to be done through there. All my stuff is on drumheadx.com. You can get the beats on there, license them. You can get the exclusives on there. You can do my services, which is beat collaboration or custom beats. Mm-hmm. That's all on there. And so, how did it feel when you saw somebody buying your first <laughs> ever song? <laughs> my first, my, like, my first sale. Somebody saw. Somebody, somebody got this. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, um, it was surreal. Um, it was a process. Um, I actually talked to this to to the artist to make sure that it's okay to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna get into details of of the deal. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but you've made a sale. Um, yeah. Um, it was uh, art- the artist by the name of uh, Kaizen Vibes. Okay. Um, he's coming out with an album um, coming out um, later this spring, I think he told me, but okay. don't quote me on that. It's mm-hmm. going to, you know, you, you artists know it comes out when it comes out. Yes. Um, but I'm very excited um, for him. He, uh, he, he saw one of my uh, beats, one of my little snippets. I, I, every time I post a beat, I put up, put up a little video. Mm-hmm. And he just contact he just commented on it. He's like, "Where can I hear the rest of this?" And so I just sent him to my website, and uh, he hit me up later. And he's like, "Hey man, like, let's let's talk. Like, I like some of your stuff." Mm-hmm. Long story short, he ended up um, getting one of the. We ended up making a deal. He ended up getting one of my uh, beats um, for his album coming up. Nice. And the feeling was so. I might get choked up. 
<laughs> the feeling was so surreal. That's good. I always, you know, you imagine, mm -hmm. what would that be like? I mean, we got a thousand listeners. And <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> I tried to, like, guess what it would feel like. Mm -hmm. Cause I didn't know if it was gonna be like, oh, someone's just gonna buy like the cheapest license possible. Yeah. Which yeah. would be, no, which would, I would have been just as thankful. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, and it's not, it's but not. Your a, expectations were here, and they were in. A, yeah. <laughs> well, because this is, and it proved to myself, it's not about the money for me. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. I want to make a living on of music course. someday, but yeah. it wasn't that. It proved to myself, like, you know, like, it, cause I asked myself, am I full of it? Is it about the money? <laughs> am I full? Of it? But no. It wasn't about the money. Mm -hmm. um, he said that he downloaded the free version and he made this, like, he said he, he recorded, like, he wrote out a verse to it. Mm -hmm. He said it came out perfect. Yeah, and then he told me what he wanted the song to be about and stuff. And I was like, dude. And I was totally, like, vibing with what he was telling me, what yeah. he was telling me what he wanted to do with it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I felt genuinely excited for it. Yeah. So when he ended up getting it, it answered a lot of self-sabotaging questions that, you know, we all ask ourselves, like, am I really a producer? Mm -hmm. Will I ever make a sale? Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to skip ahead real quick. One of my goals that keeps me going is I want to get one of those. Uh, if you hit a million streams on the BeatStars platform, you get a platinum BeatStars plaque. Woo! And it's like a record yeah, and yeah. everything. That's my goal because that's what I have control of. Nice. Um... Every time someone listens to one of my tracks on my website or on, on the BeatStars platform, mm -hmm. that's one step closer mm -hmm. to that million. Yeah. So that's what keeps me going. Remember, we always talk about attainable goals, mm -hmm. right? I could say my goal is to get three platinum records with a um, uh, top 10 A-lister artist. Yeah. I can make the best beats in the world, and that could still not happen because mm -hmm. it's not in my control. Someone has to go get it. Yes, yes. But this is in my control. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, the fact, and, but my self-sabotaging question to myself was, even if I get that plaque, will it even count? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. do, what if I get that plaque and I, I didn't make, did I make a sale? Yeah. Well, then I didn't, that doesn't really feel anything. Mm -hmm. Him getting that track answered that. No, I am definitely a producer. Yeah. No, it definitely counts. Mm -hmm. um, no, I'm not just making beats for fun. Mm -hmm. This is going to be on someone's project, okay. his album mm -hmm. that he's going to put out. Yeah. And then let's get to the emotional side. It was the most flattering thing ever. Like mm -hmm. he trusts my, my track that came from my art, my craft. Mm -hmm. He trusted enough to put it on his own. Yeah. And that was a, a giant deal, you know? So it was surreal. I, I, I was like, when I tried to go to bed at night, my eyes were just like, Sorry, I just like, like I I'm like I'm so I can't excited. believe this. Like it's so real. Excited for the future. And the way he did it too, like he, he, um, the beats his. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's only he. He's the only one allowed to use it. Mm -hmm. And so, I love that. That was my first experience. Mm -hmm. Because we negotiated and stuff like that. Like yeah. I said, I'm not going to get into details, but yeah. we talked about it. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, he clicked the button, didn't you even did, say hi to me. You did your business. Yeah. He, he. It's not like he clicked the button, didn't even say hi to me, and then left. Mm -hmm. He talked to me, and we talked it out. And I it answered all those questions at once. Because mm -hmm. even if someone did just buy a basic license and click the button, I would still have the thought, well, what if someone wants to talk to me about it? What if, you know, I have all this anxiety? Mm -hmm. 
and what he did and how it went was perfect because it answered all those questions. Mm -hmm. Now going forward, I'm even more comfortable, you know, and stuff. So, um, Kaizen vibes, you know, I'm super excited to be a part of his project and, um, guys check his stuff out and I'll, mm -hmm. I'll definitely be posting it um, when he releases it. <laughs> he even was just like, Hey man, I'm going to send you a link to the listening party and stuff. I was like, I'm invited to a listening party. Like, you know, I mean, like yeah. I'm trying to keep it all together. I was trying yeah. real hard not to be all super starstruck, but I was like, I was like, dude, I am going to be there. Yeah. Like you, you best believe I'm going to be there. It's his, it's his album. It's the first time one of my tracks is going to be on an album. You definitely believe I'm going to be a part of that and to be there to support, yeah. you know, and stuff. So that's great. Yeah, that's what it that's what it felt like. It was it was super cool. It was <laughs> super great. super cool. That's great, and hopefully it continues to you know succeed. And like I said, it takes a lot of um, effort and time, and you obviously making your first sell. It's like you are worth it. You know, you yeah. are. The validation. Yeah. Was ginormous. Mm -hmm. I know that's not a word. Like it, it, uh, <laughs> but still, like the, your hard work yeah. paid off, and you're going to continue to work hard because you know that there's going to be a payoff. Yeah. That's great. So to wrap it all up, I just wanted to go over your goals because you did mention you're like, I have goals for this. Yeah. And um, what kind of advice would you give to tell others, you know, who are inter interested in like the music industry or starting their journey? So my goals, real quick, I already said my long-term goal is to get that plaque. Mm -hmm. um, that's the goal. That's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me focused. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it doesn't matter if nobody else buys my stuff. Yes, like, yes. I'm that's getting to that. Mm -hmm. And the only way I get to that is by being consistent. Yes. So the goals for this year, I want to do... I want to like my goals for this year. Well, one <laughs> was to get my first sale, and right. I was. And you're like and, done. <laughs> yeah, and they knocked that first out. First month of the year. first week, they done. knocked it out right. on the first yeah. week of the year. So I was yeah. super lucky to get that pressure off. Nice. Um, but you know, I want to get fifty, um, you know, high quality beats on my on my website. You know, this year that's roughly one a week. Mm. Um, that's I know a lot of people. They're like, no, you got to do one a day, man. I wish. Mm. I wish I had the time, but like I said. I have a family to take care of and I got a full-time job that I'm committed to. So yeah. this is what it allows me. And I see a lot of people, this is going to go into the advice. Mm -hmm. A lot of people go, well, I can't do it because I got a job. Yeah. No, you can do it. They you can do help. it. You just got to commit and work at it. <laughs> and then we got jobs too. Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> do it responsibly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can do that. My biggest advice is, oh, and I, I want to, my other big goal is to collaborate with three, you know, major producers and just reach out to them and see and stuff like that. But I already got, I already got one in the works. I'm not telling who, but I got one in the works and stuff. So we're already on that first one. Um, but my advice closing is if you're trying to do what I am, which is make a run at this thing, whether you're an artist, you want to put your art out there professionally, whether you're a producer you want to work with artists, whether you're an engineer and you just want to be a part of projects, you got to be consistent. You got to be consistent because you and a um, hundred thousand other people are going to start at the same time, but one by one, people are going to get burnt out. Yeah. And they're going to start dropping. Yeah. You can't stop. 
Um, you can't stop. You gotta, you gotta be open-minded. Learn as much as you can. You gotta learn as much as you can. You gotta learn from others. You gotta, you gotta reach out. You gotta be resourceful, and you gotta just be proactive. That is a hundred percent necessary. Mm. Cover yourself the legal the legal side of things. Don't try to skimp out. Don't try to be using crack plugins. Mm. Don't try to be using steel. Um, B Loaf, he's like w one of the best mixers I've heard, and a lot of his plugins are free. Mm. You got to be legit. You got to go legit. Um, and then you just got to do it. You know. You, just do it. You you know I'm gonna make I'm gonna steal that line from Wayne Gretzky, the hockey player. You will miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Michael Scott also said that. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you, he took it away from Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the look on my face because she like spun my head around. <laughs> I'll show you the <laughs> meme. <laughs> but it's it, but it's true. You never it, it and at least if you try. And it, if it doesn't work out, at least you know. Because the worst thing ever is going to be when you're way down the line in your older years and you go, I could have done something. Mm -hmm. I could have done something. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's the biggest thing is consistency. Mm -hmm. Set those attainable goals like we always talk about on fostering growth. Yep. And build upon things. Don't get overwhelmed and just quit. Build up, start with the foundation like a house and just start building each support beam. Mm -hmm. And then something, it eventually it'll stand on its own. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, be humble, open-minded, and, um, yeah. Have I could, fun. You gotta, yeah. You gotta do that. Yeah, remember, we're making music. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the greatest feeling on earth. Sometimes I think a lot of people, like, and I, myself included, we have, sometimes we find ourselves forgetting that. We think so much about the money aspect and we just start throwing stuff together just hoping it sells but it's like no man it's about the music mm -hmm. and things like that and um you know good luck to all of you guys i know you can do it um because and i hope i hope you're gonna be a little right there with me yeah and good luck to you thank you very much <laughs> and with that can you do a plug-in of where people can find you i know we mentioned your website and everything but yeah. One more time, doesn't hurt. <laughs> so, drumheadx.com, that's the mothership. That's where all my stuff is, that's where all my beats uh, are, my services, and uh, my sound kit is. Um, contact you as well. Yeah, that's where, yeah, there's a way to contact me on there, you know, for inquiries and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, all the information's on there. Um, for social media, uh, YouTube is at drumheadx. Um, for Twitter, at DrumheadX, and for IG, at DrumheadX. It's all DrumheadX. Yeah, DrumheadX. All day. <laughs> thank you so much, Laura, for doing this. Of um, course. Thank you for coming on to the show and not just being my co-host, but also, you know, exploring your new um, ventures this year. 2024, man. Let's get it. Go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening and being here with us. Uh, Come with me to wish Ryan good luck, aka Drumhead X. Uh, as you guys know, you guys can find us at uh, fostering.growth.pod on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is at foster underscore growth with two H's. Um, 
and our Gmail is at fo- or yeah, fostering.growth.pod at gmail.com. Uh, if you guys want to write in, always open, always welcome. I love you guys. I can't wait for what this new year has in store for all of us, not just the podcast, but as we've mentioned before, individually, our, us, the hosts, have our own <laughs> things going on personally, but as always we try to share as much as we can with you guys and once again thank you for being here thank you see you guys later until next time bye bye